Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yo, I think I should put a tape up on OnlyFans. What do you think? <laughs> do it. Do it. Take Let's my credit it. card. Full support. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Baby Got Batch. Did you miss us? Because we missed you. Oh, that's so wholesome. Camila, you didn't even introduce yourself. Oh, what, if the, oh. what if the people don't know you? What if we have a new time listener? <laughs> I'm Camila Salazar. And I'm Brett Vergara. Hi, what up? So great to have you back after uh, a brief break from Matt's finale, which I think we all needed. We because all needed woo, it. woo is all of this a lot. Like everything, everything feels like a lot these days. Hopefully it's feeling a little less so as we uh, get more into... Uh, the, the, I really feel like we're going to be like in the, like the, the roaring twenties, if you will, after, um, after like the vaccines hit everybody's arm and we're in summer. Like I'm excited for that. Currently still feels like a slog. It does. Um, Brett, do you want to share with our listeners what we're going to be doing today since we don't have a new episode of the bachelor to recap? Yeah, so if you're new to the the pod, just maybe, uh, you know, that's the case. If you are, welcome. Uh, we tend to do, you know, recap episodes in the regular season, but we're in the off season currently. And, you know, but listen, we have attachment issues, so we still want to regularly check in with Baby Got Batch listeners and, and nurture this little lovely community that we have. So what we're going to be doing is these more one-on-one personal kind of interviews with, you know, your faves from Batch Nation, if you will. Uh, and, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about their experience on, on the show, maybe like how they got casted, things like that. But also just like really getting to know them on a personal level, because it's just nice to hear about non-Bachelor things about these people, right? Yes. These people are real human beings. Uh, yeah, exactly. We all need to be reminded of that. We definitely all need to be reminded that, yeah, they're they're regular normies, if you will. Um, and we, I was so thrilled that our our first guest agreed to join us uh, because he, you know he's a man who needs no introduction, if you will. But we got Mike Johnson as our uh, first little pal, little bud to uh, sit down and chat with us. The extremely handsome, the extremely charming, just extremely wonderful human to talk to, Mike Johnson. Yeah, I mean, he's got that that big old smile. And, you know, fortunately, Camille and I, we got to see it since we were zooming it up. But just know, you know, listener, smile, full force, full beam. Full force the entire time. So without further ado, our first guest, Mike Johnson. Yay. Well... 
look, we have the the man of the hour, Mike Johnson. Like, I, I need to even introduce you, uh, <laughs> but I am so thrilled that you uh, so that excited. we coerced you into being our very first <laughs> uh, Baby Got Batch guest here. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. When you say Baby Got Batch, I just want to like you know shake it right quick. I need to uh, you know since we we have not yet embraced YouTube quite yet, we need to highlight that you just did a little shimmy or a little yeah. I don't know exactly yeah. what you would call that little like bump, a little shimmy. We did something like dance. that back in Brooklyn, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh man. So we need to preface that like the the three of us have met uh once, one singular once time before. back in yes. back in what, February twenty twenty in the before Maybe times? January. Maybe January, but right, January? right in the cusp yeah. of the before times. Two months BC before Corona. Two I know, I know. And now and we just we didn't know how good we had it. In a crowded bar in a crowded a, bar for a viewing event for Peter's season of The Bachelor. I mean, yep. somebody had VIP <clears throat> you. <laughs> Someone was Brett's plus one <clears throat> me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was uh, yeah, you know, gotta support Peter. <laughs> I will say I remember that episode being um, the Champagne Gate or whatever it was called when like Kelsey yeah. got like, the face full because I was not paying attention at all because I was too distracted by the party <laughs> that we were at she said, and party. it was the party <laughs> and um, I look over and I just see straight to the face and it was a I wish I, wish I saw it in real time I was probably talking <laughs> to people and having a good time yeah you were working the room yeah well what actually happened at uh, you know and then we'll we'll get into uh, this this hard hitting journalistic interview <laughs> after this little anecdote um, no but like I always struggle with uh, when I'm watching Bachelor and like wanting it to be a social experience too right but then also yeah. very much wanting to be on my Twitter game and it's, it's hard it's, Brett's got yeah it's hard it's hard yeah. and it's it's funny like treating it like a like a craft where I'm like no I need to like have like the, the war room up and ready and I can't be talking with people. Otherwise, the content suffers. Yeah. If you want to have great content while watching The Bachelor, you must be by yourself. Like, yeah. You yeah, to. exactly. It's always funny when uh, you know I'm on the, the dating app slog like uh, so many of us are, especially <laughs> so much more now. And uh, you know, every once in a while, I'll get talking to someone and they'll be like, oh, like we should watch like Bachelor together. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to do that. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm maybe myself. like maybe like a year into uh, a relationship, then I'll be that vulnerable for you. But that's a maybe. <laughs> this is my safe place. Don't mess with me here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like meet the parents and then. It's too funny. <laughs> meet the parents and then we consider the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, exactly. is is watching the bachelor with you? Which one comes first? If she, you know, takes her shit in the same bathroom as you while you're like doing something in the bathroom, or watching the bachelor? Oh. Absolutely, like shit all over oh the place. Oh my god, really? <laughs> Just like you know, listen, shit like in the living room before. No, I mean now we're getting off the rails, but like you know, I will absolutely. We this is such a weird. I have start. never <laughs> in front of someone I've dated ever. I oh, haven't done never? that yet. Listen, ever, never. I've never done that with someone I've dated oh, wow. ever. I embrace vulnerability. So like, listen, we'll just like let our walls down. Quite literally, let the bathroom wall down. And oh my God, we'll no. I'm like getting up. red thinking about it. Like, I'm Hispanic. He's not Hispanic. So I, I would assume at some point in time in your life when you get in a relationship with somebody and you live together, you're going to get so close that, you know, hey, I'm trying to go to the closet that may be in the bathroom as well. 
I don't care if you're shitting or pissing. I'm, I'm going to yeah. do what I got to do. I don't know. I lived with someone for three months during the early parts of the pandemic, and I don't think we yeah. I, ever, ever got one. <laughs> nah, it, it'll get there. I'll have a full-on conversation with my girl while she's taking this shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Why are we on this subject? <laughs> you brought it up. Mike, you brought it up. <laughs> let's, just, let's just have this be the entire episode. We, we could be a challenge to ourselves. Just like Mike Mike giving us would you rather like watch The Bachelor or? <laughs> Seriously, though. At, I mean, like, if you're having a very serious conversation and your partner has to go pee and they're okay with it and you're okay with it. Yeah. Hey, you know? You don't want to miss out on a great totally. conversation. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah, I'll look into it next time. I Connor looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> Good. Now are now are you um, now are you and Connor at that level where you have serious? I don't think Connor and I will ever be at that level. <laughs> never, ever. No. Never. You see, I, I feel the other way. Level. I've definitely taken a shit like talking to my friends before my roommates. I feel like that's so different. seriously. Yeah. Okay, so absolutely. you absolutely. Okay, see now now absolutely. we're getting into it. <laughs> you will shit in front of your friends and have a conversation with them, but yeah. not your partner. Yeah. If they're what? More like, well, I never. <laughs> okay, so I never said never. I never said never. I said I haven't gotten there with anyone. Okay. okay but fair, but fair. it would have to be like, they would have to be the person that I marry. Like, there's no, I don't think there's, I don't think there's. <laughs> I've never shit in front of my me. homies and just had a conversation <laughs> with them. But it's not just any homie either. It's like, maybe like your room, like I was very close with my roommates uh, back when I had them. So. <laughs> Yo, Connor and I are close, but we ain't that damn close. <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line. We're going to have to book Connor for a later episode and ask him his take. Does he want you to shit in front of him? Maybe he wants that. Yeah, have you had that conversation yet? <laughs> have you I'll have that conversation with Connor. Talked about boundaries. Uh, Connor, what's your boundary? <laughs> I'll have to ask him later. <laughs> it's like, what, what, do you, what do you want out of this roommate relationship, Connor? I know, like, bro, like, how close do you want to get? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not that close. <laughs> we'll hear from yeah. Connor sometime soon. <laughs> That's a funny intro. I suppose we should we should stop shit talking, if you will. I know, top. literally. Wow. And, and I suppose I suppose I suppose we can. Uh, well, just a, like a general a general ask. How are you? How are you? It's weird yeah. times still, yeah, even if it's getting it's, less weird. It's, it's weird times, man. I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. I, I'm great, to be honest. I'm on a a regiment now. You know, get my body right, get my mind right. In the famous words of Marshawn Lynch, get my chicken, aka my money right. There you, go. you know, it's a, it's a it's a good time to be alive. Very good. nice. Quick follow up question to that: You said get your mind right. Brett and I are big therapy lovers. Do you go yeah. to therapy? I have. I don't at this current time, but I have in the past. Though I don't have. You know, can I say something? Like, of course. I got. Well, that's why we brought you here. <laughs> I think that's why we brought you here. <laughs> Like, bro, that's why you're here. <laughs> I got therapy shamed before. What? Have you ever oh, heard man. Of so, not in the sense that you would think. Someone got mad at me because I didn't have a current therapist. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what's wrong with you? And Is I was, it so, like, was it someone who was like a romantic interest or just like a passerby? Uh, a friend. I'll say like okay, I'll use that term. Um, <laughs> A passerby. See, you try to get me in trouble, right? <laughs> a passerby. <laughs> like, or is this a vagabond that you picked up? Like, what is going on, right? Um, no, nah, just a friend, right? Okay. And like, we're having a conversation. We got on that topic. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I wrote a book on self-love. I have nothing against it. I've done it myself. I've gone mm-hmm. and sought therapy. Uh, I don't have a current therapist. And she was like, 
what's wrong with you? You're just like, you're so out of touch. You don't have a therapist right now. I'm like, oh man, what, what is your problem? Like, That's I don't need, unfair. I don't decide yeah, to have a therapist unreal. at this yeah. moment, very yeah. moment, you know, it was kind of yeah. weird. Well, and also too, like people never, you know, you, you never know like why people like might not be like currently in therapy, right? Yeah. They, yeah. you know, they, they one like could be, you know, nervous to try it out. It could be an insurance thing because yeah, insurance a financial is financial obligation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, plus, too, like, you know, dating is exhausting enough. Finding a new therapist is especially exhausting. Camille and I have talked yes. about this, like, so vibing often. with your therapist. Like, sometimes you just really click. And then sometimes it's like, I don't know if this is working out. Like, you know, know I'm going to quit you before you quit me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. not you, it's me. Yeah. You know, I used to think that when moving to a new city, the hardest thing to do was to find a barber, a barber mm-hmm. and or a hairdresser. Ooh. Yeah. But it might be a therapist. A therapist might be, yeah. might. but a therapist though, if you're cool with it, you could do virtual. You know, yeah. Well, apparently you're not allowed to do it like cross state lines. Cross so state lines because of yeah. COVID, it's like a little bit more. Like for example, my therapist is in New York, and I'm I recently gave up my lease, and I'm like from Florida, so I'm in Miami right now, which. I'm from Miami. Um, and so I'm thinking of moving abroad, but I haven't really decided yet. So cool. I'm like still with my therapist. And she's like, I think this is cool for now. She's like, I'll let you know if I'm about to get in trouble. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Sounds good. I'll let you know if they revoke my license. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know if I need to cut you, if I need to cut you off. I'm like, okay, thank, please do. Oh, man. What, where are you thinking about moving? Because I'm, I'm going to go to a Spanish-speaking country for a minimum three months okay. this year. Okay, so we were going to ask you about that later in the interview. Wow, we're really just going off the rails. Um, we were going to ask you about that later in the interview um, because I heard about that through um, Brett's Bachelor Buds, Brett's Facebook group. And yeah. I, well, I'm Colombian, 100% South American Colombian. Um, I speak Spanish. And so I do want to go somewhere in South America just because of ease of travel there. And also, well, I speak the language already. So I was thinking... Yeah. First, Mexico, just because I was in Mexico last March, actually. I was supposed to be there for March and April, and then I had to cut my trip short so because of COVID, so kind of a full circle moment. Um, and then I was nice. thinking maybe Colombia, just because that's the motherland, and I haven't really... I've been a million times, but always like the same three cities, so to actually get to see kind of different parts of the country. Um, what cities? Well, I'm from Bogota, so I've been there Bogota. like eight million times. It's the capital. <laughs> and then I've been to Cartagena, which is, I think, kind of like the the party capital. It's like the place people know. And then nearby there, there's a bunch of like, there's like Las Islas del Rosario, which are these like islands that kind of off the coast of Cartagena, which I've spent some time there. Um, and then a lot of small towns that are maybe like a few hours drive away from Bogota because I have family who lives like all around there. So just nice. kind of going to different little like fincas, which are like ranches um, in that area. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Where are you thinking of going? I, I'm not sure. Uh, that's what I want to ask y'all. I'm, I'm, I would say my top right now, probably uh, in no specific order, uh, mm-hmm. Costa Rica, uh, Colombia, uh, <laughs> considering uh, Tulum. Um, I love okay yes because I'm like Tulum is the easiest place like I have a friend who lives there she has an extra bedroom she's like come here and I'm like oh but everyone is is so crowded that's like my backup plan is Tulum because it's beautiful and I have a friend that lives there but but it's Colombia is beautiful Costa Rica is beautiful Ecuador is beautiful you know Honduras Guatemala Peru yeah I was actually I went to Guatemala last month yeah. Um, and that was gorgeous. Puerto Rico. I'm just naming all the places oh. that I'm going to be going this summer. <laughs> I'm checking out everything. Do you know Spanish? Uh, or you're going to learn mi, it? Mi Espanol is uh, más o menos. No, más o menos? No, no. no. Mi Espanol is horrible. 
Oh. <laughs> um, well, how about we take this opportunity, Brett, for you to maybe kick off with the actual regular portion? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, no, and yeah, we'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll get off the rails real quick again, but we'll see how long <laughs> we can stay on the on the normal course. All right, but I asked you, uh, you know, like how you are now. How are you? with like the state of like bachelor nation at the moment, because it's been a time. It's been a time. Yeah. yeah, We've had, yeah. Take a moment (laughs) of silence. Like, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. The bachelor nation has bachelor nation as in the, the people who create the show have had so many amazing opportunities and time and time and time and time and time again, swinging a miss. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's just like, well, come on, bro. Uh, you know, having two bachelorettes, uh, I hate to say it, but I was like, did they pick Michelle because she was diverse? I was unsure. And so I, I was like, she, I, I think Michelle's awesome. She should have been the first bachelor, the first yeah. choice. Um, so I thought that. And then I was like, well, Mike, just shut up. You got two beautiful ladies, you know, about to do their thing and boss up. So that's cool. And so I kind of got off that one quick. And then uh, they just, they've done some, it's like, bro, like, you, how do you continue to get <laughs> the best pitcher to throw you the ball? You just miss it every single time. <laughs> That's what it seems like yeah. that's just happened over and over again. And then also, cancel culture is getting wild. Like, I, we've had multiple guests on our podcast, uh, and we've always, and we do it like a rapid fire, and we ask them, hey, would you ever go on The Bachelor? And they say no. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, no. Nah. They're like, you're, you're the bachelor nation is like, you know, extremely wild as far as being on all different sides of the spectrum, right? Uh, for example, I am known to be. I definitely have my ladies back in the world. That you know, mm-hmm. women, gender, and I did a we did a podcast episode talking about the size matter, and I simply said. Uh, it, do I, I asked our guests, I like, is that a, uh, a double standard? Because we could never ask that question about a woman, right? And I don't think we should, for the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, is, there's a, is that a double standard right there? And I got so much flack from our, you know, beautiful fan base saying that basically F guys, we, we as women have gone through so much. And I'm like, do you not, have you not followed me for the last two years since I've gotten this acclaim and you know how much I care about women, how much I have women's backs? Like, I can't say one thing about men. Like, yeah. men have insecurities as well. Yeah. You know, and so I just think that uh, within Bachelor Nation, we really need a good leader. Yeah. Brett and I say this all the time. There's no nuance on the internet. None. Yeah. So yeah, people yeah, just I see don't. that one quote out of context and they don't bother to, whether they followed you for a long time or not, they don't bother to put it in the context of all the other things that you've, yeah, you've said. And yeah. that can be really annoying. Uh, this person, I, I, I literally went back and either they followed me for a while or they just like my pictures from the last few years. I don't know which mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy though. So that's my thoughts on Bachelor Nation. We need a really good leader. We need someone that, yeah. you know, speaks for the people yeah. and speaks up. By leader, do you mean like host, like face of the franchise? I don't think that a leader has to lead from the front, you know? Yeah. I think that uh, when I was in the military, we had leaders at all levels, right? Mm -hmm. We had leaders. We have a commander, right? That's how the military operates. But then you could be a leader if you're a soldier as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that leaders, we need to lead from all all fronts. That's what I would Mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you, do you, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, go off of your analogy there, but 
I think something that I think about it's it's one thing if you have you know empowered soldiers, right? Um, yeah. You know, but but if you don't necessarily have a strong leader up top, then it it does sort of um, you know minimize what the the soldiers are able to do, right? I mean, it does. Like uh, the reason that Tom Brady needs a coach, right? He he's arguably the greatest quarterback ever, but he still has um, a coach. And the reason LeBron James, Serena Williams, they all, all the greats still have coaches, even though they're the greatest athlete, they still need a coach because you still need to be led. You still need someone to say, this is the right thing. This is not the right thing. You know, so that's what I mean by that. Yeah. yeah. Going back a little bit uh, to what you were saying when, you know, you were calling out all of these uh, swing and a misses and missed opportunities and all of that, that, you know, the show is not, you know, not only uh, missed this past season, but just in its history of the franchise. Mm-hmm. What are some, some others that kind of jump out at you? Things that I think are uh, things that we've missed. Yeah. Like glaring missed opportunities of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we begin? Mike being the first black male black woman. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't, don't worry, you they, don't have to say it. I'll say it for you. They, but they, yes. don't, they don't want me to be the bachelor. Uh, I wanted to say that's you know that's on for fans. I'm elated by that, but I'm I, I don't, even if I were the first black bachelor, I would still want to be known for something bigger and more grand. Right? Of course, yeah. Uh, I'd say that if I were to become the bachelor, I'm going to always continue to say that, and I stand by that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roommate knows all the stuff that I work on, mm-hmm. as does he, and so there's so many more things that. Yeah, I want to do. Uh, I would say to give you, Brett, a few examples, more diversity, right? First and foremost comes to mind in terms of color, uh, in terms of I think it was kind of cool what they did. Uh, Demi Burnett being uh, bisexual. I think that was cool. I think that that's real life. I think that mm-hmm. having country music every damn time is not a <laughs> thing. Like, I know yeah. they had Soldier Boy one time, but I don't even think he performed. <laughs> And then it's like Soldier Boy, bro. Come on, yeah. Could have found a better person, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like really, yeah. uh, Sabrina Claudio. I said that on my uh, on my Bachelor like audition. I was like, "Yo, can we get Sabrina Claudio to be my music person?" <laughs> uh, straight up, I think that outside of diversity, outside of uh, sexuality, uh, it could be things on better conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, yeah. I said this before. I think I said it on the Reddit tab uh, when I did an AMA with them. Like, if I were The Bachelor, I'm trying to have a conversation about, okay, you live in Seattle. I live in Texas. Like, let's be let's be logistical, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. talk about some real life stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would have conversations like that because I would date the person, you know? I'm yeah. dating you. Like, it wouldn't yeah. just be, this is the saddest thing I could say. It's like American yeah. Idol, right? Yeah. They always give you the saddest <laughs> thing. It's like, yo, you could be an amazing human being without telling me the saddest shit the very first second that I meet you. Yeah. yeah, trauma yeah. bonding. That's what we call it. Yeah, it's like the trauma. It's like the trauma Olympics, also too. Yeah, like, yeah. you can have like the most like visceral thing that's happened yeah. to them. Yeah, it's like I would, may want to tell you that in the fantasy suite, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I want to do a follow up question based on something you just said about the conversations you would want to have on the show. We're assuming that the conversations we see on like the one-on-ones are like very truncated versions of what actually happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so in your experience, when you were on Hannah Brown season, like, did you have conversations like that, that you thought were significantly more interesting that were cut? Like, was there maybe a storyline you had that was cut or just in general things that you thought were really interesting and that were more on the logistical side and ABC decided that it was too boring and they didn't want to air it. 
Great question. Uh, I would say that I would say first, no, but we would have if I would have gone to a fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd been like, yo, you live in Alabama. Are you moving to L.A.? I did ask her, actually ask her. Yeah, this was cut because I asked her multiple times, uh, like, what do you see for yourself? What do you see doing in your life? Uh, I am an analytical thinker. I like I want to when my kids are like between eight and 12 years old, I want to take them out of school and travel the world for a year. And like, I want to make sure that my partner, she's with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I really believe in traveling and things like of that nature. So I was asking Hannah, like her vision for herself, that was all cut. Um, and I think that's a logistical thing. Like, you know, make sure that we like each other in that regard. Yeah. That uh, you have the same like roadmap. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I think that we are all beautifully made. I just don't think that we're all beautifully made for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and it seems to be such a, that's another thing. I, I, if I were the bachelor or, or Matt or Peter or, or uh, Katie or Michelle, not all 30 people going to find me attractive, right? Not all 30 <laughs> people going to like me. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I really respect. I actually told Sydney Utako this, and I apologize if I mispronounced her last name. I was Because I didn't watch Colton's season. I never watched the show. I remember mm-hmm. telling Sydney, I was asking her about her like, story or whatever about the show. And I was like, you left Colton? I was like, you left? And I was like, yo. That's respect. Like, no diss to Colton whatsoever. She yeah. just knew that it wasn't her person. And so she yeah. left the show. And I thought that was intriguing. I thought that was a, 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 a reason why I liked her. It shows it shows character to your personality, you know? That's another thing. Yeah. yeah. So and to continue on with your, your Bachelor story, you mentioned something about um, when you were in casting, you know, like requesting a different artist, you know, like to get rid of all that country music, which I agree with you. It's too much country music. Um, but I was wondering <laughs> if you could tell us a little bit more about your casting story. I feel like how people get cast on the show is a mystery. I don't know. At least it is to me. Uh, and I would love to hear your, your story. Well, so that Sabrina Claudio piece mm-hmm. was in regards to me becoming the bachelor when I did that. Oh, okay. That was that was that part. Okay. Uh, casting of that. For me, when when I got cast on the show, I remember having a, a conversation with my homeboy uh, at work. I was financial advisor. I I threw my phone right, <laughs> and he was like, "Bro, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Bro, I was like, I want love. I'm I'm ready for the real thing. I want a relationship." And he was laughing at me. He died laughing <laughs> for like 45 minutes, just straight laughing mm-hmm. at me. And I'm like, why are you tripping, bro? What's, what's so funny? He was like, bro, no. And I say this humbly. He was like, bro, you you can get girls, um, like, just sleep with girls. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> grown ass man, I want a relationship, right? Yeah. And he just was laughing, like, I ain't gonna call him out. He was just dying laughing at me, like, bro, you tripping? I want the real thing, right? I want, you know, I want my boo thing, right? I want to, yeah. And I was going to say some Twitter stuff that I say every now and then when I look like, a little wine drunk. And, uh, say it. Yeah, yeah. You're more than welcome it. to. Say it. Listen, we talked about shitting in front of your roommates before. So I think <laughs> I think we're good. But uh, he sent me – a few months later, he sent me a, a Facebook casting call. And I was like, I'm off work today. And so, I mind you, I don't have much knowledge about the show. Didn't even know who Chris was at the time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I go to the casting call in a full suit. I, 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 you know, I'm a very professional, come from military type background dude. Going to full suit, and I was, I knew it was going to be a good day because there was a guy in a wheelchair. I haven't told this extended portion of the story. 
uh, I'm a disabled veteran. I could park in disabled parking, right? And this was at SeaWorld in Houston where they were having the casting. I parked in the only free available parking spot, which was a disabled parking spot, right? And this old gentleman pulls up in a minivan and I see somebody next to him in the, like, in the passenger seat. And he's like, are you using that spot? I'm like, no, move. I'll move. I'll move. I'll move. I didn't know no one was disabled. I just said, I'll move, right? I'll park somewhere else. Uh, as I'm coming up, I see the old man and it's his son and he's in a wheelchair, right? And uh, his son is super dope. This is why, see, I love dope people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just love yourself, that's literally all that matters in life. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters, right? And uh, I can go on a tangent about that, but I won't right now, right? <laughs> and so me and the dude, we go upstairs, right? It's me and the dude. And his father, like, left him. He went downstairs some. It's me and the dude. We're the first, like, few guys there. It's, like, probably 900 women to, like, four guys there at this time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mm. I, I could have found my boot thing there, right? But <laughs> but uh, I knew it was going to be a good day because me and that guy, we 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 had like a little bromance there. We became really good buds. Uh, I, I wonder, that's so crazy. I, I would love to talk to him right now. But uh, he just was like, thank you. I appreciate it. But he was so confident. Like he rubbed off on me. His confidence rubbed off on my confidence. And I remember during that casting call, I had a book called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Mm, yeah. And I met one of the, I'm not going to say her name, one of the really high casting. She's the boss of casting directors. Mm-hmm. I don't know who she was at the time. I go over there. I'm the same Mike Johnson as on TV, as off TV. I'm always me, right? Yeah. And just shooting shit. I don't know who she is. She doesn't introduce herself. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking she's, I don't know, they were one of her friends i don't have no idea right or oh, she's there for oh you thought she was also going to the yeah i had no idea who she was right and we're just chopping it up it's her and another girl and i'm just conversating with them have no idea was who yeah. they are and they're like okay now you can go over here and i'm like well, well, you work here <laughs> and so <laughs> wow. the rest was history wow. that yeah. night i will say that night this is crazy i'll say this and i'll be done with that uh, <laughs> i was on the houston news that night uh and a family, this is the weirdest thing ever. A family came up to me. They introduced their daughter to me. I was like so taken aback. And they're like, yo, this is my daughter, blase, blase. Uh, they thought I was a bachelor. Like they straight up thought I was a bachelor. They bring, I'm like, I'm applying to be on the show. Like it's so crazy. It was so crazy. So you wild. were on the news because like a news crew came to the casting. A, yeah, news crew, news crew came to casting. Uh, for whatever reason, they decided to speak to me about it uh, as one of the, the men there. I'm yeah. sure they spoke to a lady there as well. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. So that's that. That's my wow. story. Wow. The and then like, you, do, like, you do like 10 more interviews or whatnot. Wait, 10 more? Yeah. Really? Probably like six, seven. Yeah. Okay. So it's a extensive. I literally thought it was like two interviews and that's it. <laughs> For some people, right? Some people get scouted. Some people have a friend oh, okay. that worked there. Like my homeboy, me and Connor's homeboy, Mike, going to the show. Uh, you know, he nepotism, right? Right. A, <laughs> yeah, sure. A, you know, he has an <laughs> yeah, a little fast track. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like having like that Disney that Disney pass that gets you a yeah, fast pass. Right? Yeah, a bro, fast pass. <laughs> bro, there's you have to have that. Yeah, like yeah. you have. I to. figured that was a thing when like who was it? Like Tia, someone was some Tia on Colton season was like friends with someone who um, made it far Raven, on Nick Files right? season. Yeah, Raven, right? Raven. Yeah, I just yeah. remember them talking like my like my really good friend. I'm like your really good friend yeah, just conveniently yeah. was cast. Yeah, <laughs> there are some strings being pulled here. Hey, you know, I I, I don't know how I don't know how I got cast on the show. Uh, what do you I mean really you're Mike don't. Johnson? You just told us how. I mean, but like 
I was so, I'm like, they're not going to want me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm black dude with tattoos. And to be quite honest, this goes back to your question earlier, Brett, about how the some people in the black community feel this show. Mm. They don't like black people on the show. They don't want black mm. people on the show, right? And that's a sad thing. That's our ignorance, right? But then also, after since 2002 of the show, we can see a very, very small minority uh, component of people. So therefore, minorities may feel a type of way about that based mm. upon what they've shown since 2002. Yeah. Right. So it's a bit of both ways on that. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 uh, the last thing I had to do for the show to get casted was, uh, like submit a tape. I might post it one day. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> submit a tape. And, uh, I did not do it at all. I was like, y'all don't want me on this show. I got tattoos. You don't want me. You don't want me. I kept on brushing it off. Well, finally, I'm not going to say her name. She's like, Mike, send me a goddamn tape. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I would love to see this tape. You just you know what you should do? Like get OnlyFans or Patreon and put it on there. I swear yeah, to God. There you, go. uh, you don't have to well, be nude on OnlyFans. I've, <laughs> I put the tape up there, Mike. Put the tape put up the there. Tape. Yeah. So the audio clip that we're gonna get is Mike puts his tape on OnlyFans. We don't know what tape. Well, Mike listen, puts his tape on OnlyFans. Uh, it's like listen, we uh, clip, listen, we just yeah, we we uh, listen, we just started this podcast, so we need we need like the hot salacious uh, All clips the over here. We could yeah. get here. I got you. I got you. I got you. you ready? You ready? <laughs> okay. Yo, I think I should put a tape up on OnlyFans. What do you think? <laughs> do it. Do it. Take Let's my credit it. card. Full Where's support. My, take my money, Mike. <laughs> well, it's a, I, there's one before I forget, uh, when you were going through your story of like, oh, you know, I'm just so ready to find uh, my boo, you know, I'm just like so yeah. tired of dating. So in the before times, the, the, the BB, if you will, uh, yeah. for Bachelor, like how were you dating? Like how did you meet people? Yeah. So I – I just had this revelation like maybe two weeks ago again because uh, <laughs> I'm still single and I want to be in a relationship. Right. Uh, but I, I am selective. Though. I will say that I will, you know, be honest and say that I am selective. But and by the way, words matter. People don't say that you are uh, picky. Say that you're selective. Right. Mm. Uh, just, you know, it comes across better for yourself. Right. And uh, so, Brett, to answer your question, though, to be honest, bro, I never went out. Mm. Like I, I, I really never went out. I uh, worked my butt off and come home, and I wasn't really on the apps like that. I would go to the gym. I, yeah, I never really went out, and so now I realize that again. Like two weeks ago, I'm like, bro, you gotta, you gotta get out, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. You gotta, I gotta, I figured out girls go to brunch. Girls do brunch. <laughs> girls don't go to club. The girls I want. Or at dinner with a girl's talking shit about us. <laughs> like you're like, I agree. So That's so I gotta start going to like brunch and or dinner more often. Like it, you know, Sunday fun day or like Friday at six thirty seven p.m. You know, that's where I figured out I gotta start doing because yeah. I I'm not the best at going. Yeah, I'm kind of a I work a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting too. Like with with that like whole idea of like going out too because. I definitely don't meet people like while I'm out. If I do, it's always just like a very weird happenstance thing. And I'm usually yeah. like by myself for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and uh, but when I go out with people, I'm friends with like majority women for the most part. And I do think that there's like a little bit of like a different 
vibe as far as like you know i i Bro. maybe this is like i envision something that doesn't actually exist but like i don't like go out with the dudes and we're like all right we're all gonna like this is how i envision kids <laughs> it's like we're all gonna like find our wives right now tonight <laughs> no, I, well yeah we don't okay. we don't do it we don't do it like that right but i was i will agree with you though that the the way you meet someone dictates like it changes the conversation, right? Yeah. If I meet the woman I think is the woman of my dreams in the library, will be a very different thing than if I see her twerking at the club, right? I want to see her twerking at the club too, <laughs> but she might not be trying to have that conversation with me right there. You yeah. Know? Mm. And so I agree with you that the way you you, you meet someone uh, definitely plays a role, a, a part. Like if I meet her at you know Whole Foods or something in the store, you know that's 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 sweet. She might have a moment to talk to me. Like when I'm in the gym, I don't be, I don't, I don't, never have I ever hollered at a chick in the gym. Yeah. Never. I don't care how, and this would be some, it'd be some baddies in the gym. I'm just focused on my workout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever do apps? Like, have you ever been on one? Uh, yeah. My dad was like, bro, you need to trip. Like, you need to do an app. <laughs> so I, I did it. I did a, so at first I started with Tinder because I was like, that's all I knew at the time. Yeah. This is bef- this is before Bumble, by the way. So this is a um, long time okay. ago, right? Uh, then I, I got off Tinder and then I, I jumped on Bumble for a bit. Uh, but I feel like Bumble wasn't as diverse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at least at least back then it wasn't as diverse. And I'm being super transparent, right? That's yeah, just how yeah. I felt about Bumble right. at the time. And then I got off of that. And then like I was so serious. Look, this is how serious I wanted the boot thing. I still do, but I had, this is what I did at the time. I signed up for eHarmony. Oh, wow. Ooh. I was serious. Like, I signed, who's, when you sign up for eHarmony, you about that life. Yeah. yeah. I signed up for eHarmony. Yeah. Did it work? Did you get, have any eHarmony dates? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. And all, oh, even more. I'm so, I can't, I've never said all this. Um, <laughs> actually, I just got this call right before with a company called It's Just Lunch. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like I'm when I tell you guys that, look, I'm be simple, right? Kick it to you straight. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a pretty good human being, but I'm gonna be ten times better with my lady. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that to be true. But yeah, I'm I'm I was on (laughs) eHarmony. Yeah, yeah. One uh one thing again to jump on something you were saying with uh you know, you, you, you like, you know, who you are as a person and then you're going to like treat, you know, the person you end up with like 10 times better. So that sounds like a strength of dating Mike Johnson. Right. Ooh, so I was going to ask, so I was going to ask like, what would you view are your like best strengths in dating in a relationship and also uh, your, I would say weaknesses, but maybe it's insecurities, you know, what have you. Maybe opportunities for growth. Yeah. Something like that. I, I like the way you say that. Uh, <laughs> opportunities for growth. Yeah, say like, yeah. Say like that. You know, I once heard something that said this lady. Her name is Diane Valentine. She was a guest on my show, and it, it really stuck with me. She said, "Mike, one of the reasons Will Smith is so successful in his career is because of his authenticity. Mm-hmm. He, when you listen to him, you feel like he's not giving you a script, right? Mm-hmm. And so, with that, that's my preface to this question, right? That you asked me. Mm-hmm. I would say my strengths are. I'm adaptable. Um, I when I'm introspective, so therefore, when there's something that I feel like I'm not good at, I will try to learn it. Mm. And uh, most people, I'm like your family's gonna like me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I would say those are. Strange. And I'm not talking about being on TV. I'm talking about like just my 
person. No, yeah, you're just yeah. like, yeah, your yeah, ability to just, mingle. Yeah. The things that I could, uh, some need improvement. One is one reason why I have a roommate now. Not, I don't need a roommate because of financials. I need a roommate because once you live by yourself for so long, you really get stuck in your ways. Mm. And like, I am super clean. I am super like regiment for myself. But the beauty of having a roommate is you're dealing with someone else, right? Mm. And and it teaches you how to sometimes shut your, shut up, you know, it teaches you how to not bite your tongue as much. It teaches you how, like, because if I got into a relationship at the time, maybe I would have been nitpicky, right? Yeah. And so the beauty of having a roommate is that I realized that, yo, Mike, you be tripping sometimes. And so I knew that if I have a roommate, um, I'm not going to be as nitpicky because it's going to help me break something that I got to work on, right? So yeah. I would say that's something that, you know, it's bad, but I think that I've, by having a roommate, I've, you know, yeah. started to work on that. Something else that's bad is. In the- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For to date me, I... I, I I don't know if it's bad. Like I'm a financial thinking mind person, right? So I'm gonna make sure that my family we're gonna have generational wealth. And yeah. so I might be like, babe, like you can buy that G wagon, but you know we can we can buy a business with that as well. And then how about you buy the G wagon off of the off of the uh, the, the dividends returns. that come from yeah. that? You know. Yeah. So I might some people might find that to be annoying because I'm not one to spend every single penny, yeah. but I'm also one to spend every single penny to make you feel good. If I if if it's from one of my assets, if I'm making money off of that asset, then I'll spend, I'll spend everything on you. Yeah. Uh, but some of you normal bad, I, uh, I'm hard <laughs> on myself. I'm really hard on myself. Like, yeah. and it, it, it may annoy somebody. I'm they'd be like, you're, you're doing great. I'm like, nah, baby, I could be doing better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind yeah. of like probably, you know, this, uh, maybe like never, never like fully satisfied kind of thing where it's like, maybe you, you would deal with like one, uh, you know, insecurity or blocker or whatever. And then you just like kind of find something else to, like, no, now this needs to be better. <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's a good point. I actually wanted to ask like a little bit of a follow-up question with the strengths and you know areas of improvement question. So like with those that you have, how many of those do you think that you've sort of inherited, you know, from your family, as far as like your family being very, you may be like magnetic with other people and that in turn helps when you're meeting other people's parents and, you know, maybe it's, they're all different. My, my, the ladies, my mom, my sister, my grandma, are all completely different. My grandma mm. is the butterfly. Mm. She's 70 as of today. Um, she Ooh. is, that girl got more energy than me and my sister combined. <laughs> like we'll go out there. She's like, we're going to church. And then we go to this person's house, this person's house, this person's house. Then we go for a hike. <laughs> And then we go for a swim and then, like, then she'll go to the casino. I'm like, yo, it's been 10 <laughs> hours. Like, can we sit down? Uh, so she's that individual. I, I would say I definitely get my uh, my travel bug and my enthusiasm for my mother. Uh, my sister, uh, she, I, see, I would say this is a strength that at one point in time was a weakness of mine. 
my sister is so wild <laughs> and she has taught me that there's more than one way to do things. Mm-hmm. And she has taught me who give a damn. I'm getting it done. Right. Even though I might, her big brother, I'm like, Oh my God, no, you didn't. And then my mom, <laughs> my mom is like the super reserved, quiet one now. Mm-hmm. And like she, when she sends me text messages, I'm like, mom, why are you so politically correct? Like, just, <laughs> just say it. She'll be like, however, but this happened. I'm like, mom, just say it. Like, <laughs> Stop, right? And so I think that may be a neg- uh, something I need to work on because I definitely have that for my mom. At times mm-hmm. when I don't know you, I want to be at, up the highest level politically correct because I don't want to disrespect no one, especially sure. like, especially in uh, sexology, right? I don't want to yeah. misgender someone or nothing of that nature. Sure. Uh, and so sometimes people are like, bro, just calm down, you know? Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think you having more of like a, a- – platform public presence and you know you have the podcast now and you're talking about uh you know i I, maybe there's a more like awareness of that just because of like how much more public you are um no i will say yes it's amplified yes i'd agree there but i would say it started definitely way before because i I, i'm from the south i say yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir yeah but then i remember going to washington dc i took a picture with uh you know the white house I said, excuse me, ma'am, can you please take a picture of me? She cursed my ass out. I'll never forget it. And I'm like, damn, what's wrong with you? She was like, I am not a ma'am. She was like thinking I was talking down to her. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just from the South. This is literally, everyone told me this was the right thing to do. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely amplified now. I would agree. Um, Kind of to, I guess, maybe close out the section about you and your dating life. Um, <laughs> so what are your DMs like right now? Or like, you know, have you ever gone out with a regular person who has hit you up via DMs since uh, your social media fame? <laughs> or I guess bachelor fame, bachelorette fame is more apt. I'm, I'm a regular person, but let me let me see my DMs right now. Yes, read us some. <laughs> uh, let me see, I can't show y'all that. I can show y'all that. That very first, that <laughs> very first like, Look over the hand. That I very can't first, see. The very first one is my mentee. And then in the all request tab, <laughs> that's where it goes down that's where it goes down the request yeah. down people have fun ways of obtaining attention, your attention from you yeah <laughs> but have have you gone on a date from someone that well, hit you yeah 100 percent, 100 percent, absolutely absolutely have you ever gone out with someone who um from dms who just is too much of a fan like how where's the line how do you figure out the line from like genuine potential love interest and just like a fan who is too oh you feel you feel that you feel that super quick like yeah that's like a vibe you get that within mm-hmm. 10 minutes of being around that person oh, okay like super quick i do want to say though as of late how oh, connor come here come here, come here. <laughs> as of late say what's, what's up, up? all right so I, you Hi. can't hear you y'all can't hear him. oh that's <laughs> yeah you can't hear each other but i do want to say though i just want to connor say what's up because i'm about to say something about him that he's helped me with <laughs> i have dm how many girls did i say i've dm in my life like 20, right? Yeah. All, right. All 20 have been in the last two weeks, probably. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right. You're, you're going for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. vaccine season is coming. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that part. I wasn't going to say that last one. But, uh, yeah. So, like, I, I started to, like, you know, get on with the crazy and start DMing ladies as well. I've got zero opens. <laughs> oh, like, zero. Not a single one. Like, not one. And like, so, you know, I appreciate 
you know, getting asked about that. But I want to say, like, I'm still a human being. I'm, I'm, I'm regular. Like, <laughs> I DM, like Connor said, probably like 20 girls. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> nothing. 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 Better, better to shoot your shot than to never do it. That's true. That's true. I agree. Yeah. That's I agree. That's true. Do you, but do you DM other regular people or do you DM people who also have a flooded DM request app? Yeah, is this like uh, like Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> no, I ain't never DM nobody that probably got, I don't know how many followers she got, but no one ever that has millions. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I do it. I don't care. <laughs> like I DM one chick. Uh, I thought this chick was so bad. Like, and I'm talking about her looks. I'm talking about her personality, mm-hmm. her looks, and her dancing skills. Okay. Like, not like no, like, like regular TikTok dancing skills. Not like no crazy stuff, right? You know, we got, <laughs> you know, we got fans that's going, Mike, Mike, like, you know. I'm talking about regular dancing skills, people. Like, she's better than Connor at dancing, okay? Okay. <laughs> and I put her on my close friends group. I was like, yo, somebody go find this woman for me, please. <laughs> and I... Uh, I didn't her. I didn't get a response from her actually. Uh, so a success story. Yeah, all right. But she lived in Peru. <laughs> That's why you want to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're thinking about jet setting a little bit. Peru earlier. Okay. <laughs> you, can you can make a pass over. No, I want to go to Machu Picchu in Peru. That's what I want to do. But uh, I was supposed to go to Machu Picchu in April 2020. So like that's oof. Oh wow, you need big to go time move. And uh, yeah, yeah. No, I need to. Uh, <laughs> That's the first thing that's a uh, group trip to Machu yeah. Picchu, yeah, us three and uh, Mike State. There it Let's is. Go. Yeah. I don't, I really think, and I, I, obviously I got history with you. So I, I want to, you know, expound uh, to be, you know, give the listeners what they desire. Cause your podcast is great. <laughs> uh, make you. sure you guys subscribe to talking it out BN as well, <laughs> Of course. but a uh, little plug. Right. But it's harder to date coming off the show. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is yes, I have, an exorbitant amount of women that want to date me or nor would date me and or give me the opportunity to date them, mm-hmm. which is the best way to say it. But with that being said, the women that I try to go after automatically have assumptions about me. Right. Yeah. They're like, good look. He's, uh, he's uh, what, you, what is the proper term? He's conventionally good looking. He has a blue check. Lots of girls are like Google gaga He's probably just trying to sleep with everything. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, no, I'm trying to like date you. What's up? Like, that's a, that I will say, and I've never said that before. That's, it sucks like that. Like, it really, yeah. really, really does. I'm like, no, like, you, it's, it's, it sucks if damn if I do, damn if I don't, because before the blue check, she would have noticed me anyway. Yeah. Because, like, the way it works on IGDMs, if you got the most following, you go up to the top of the pile, right? Yeah. So I probably go to the top of the pile more than a lot of people. Then Drake probably sliding our DMs and it's over. But, <laughs> They they look at your page and they automatically assume these things and it's like it's like come on no I'm not I'm a really good guy I promise <laughs> he just wants to find love it's okay we're gonna we're gonna clip all the times where you really insist that you just want your boo thing and then we're gonna that that's the second clip that we're gonna make go viral okay we're gonna find you a boo thing yeah. Mike and also <laughs> too listen. Like you never know who's listening. You know, maybe they just happen to listen. Be one of those twenty people who didn't get back to you. Maybe one of them is a listener. So hey, if you if you just happen to be, you know, and you, you just, just have stumbled, to, it's fate. Listen, you're listening to Mike right now. Look at this. Get back to the DM. It's I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but quite honestly, probably the women that I'll be hitting up don't probably watch the Bachelor. They're like, who the hell is this dude? <laughs> <laughs> that might be. But that might be to your advantage, right? If they're like, okay, he's got. 
He's got all these followers. He's at the top of my DMs. Let's look. And it's like, what does it say first? Like best selling author, yeah. like all these things, you know? I mean, yeah. What, could is, be what does it say? Maybe, can we work on my uh my bio right quick? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> I'd love to know what that bio sure? looks like. My yeah, bio let's pull it up. on IG, Brett. <laughs> my bio is <laughs> well, what is it? <laughs> I wanted to see the dating app, uh, the dating app bio. Okay, so let's let's work on my bio, man. Right quick. <laughs> All right, it just let's says, do it. it just says U.S. Air Force veteran, best-selling author, talking out, uh, being a co-host. Like, am I not spicy enough? Like, what do I need to do? How do we how do we get this better? Hmm. <laughs> like, so my initial instinct, especially if I didn't watch The Bachelor, and I knew ooh, that, I and it, I didn't know I that you it. were from that. Mm-hmm. It would just seem like robotic like in the sense that those people who are trying to like sell you some sort of like um what are those what is it called like they're trying to sell you a class on like how to yeah how uh, to like get rich on the internet like how to yeah so i feel like that on like off the bat that's what that bio looks like to me so so what what would you like it to say um i don't know you just all of that is fine as long as it comes after some sort of like a one-liner. At the top, there should be a one-liner before all. Yeah. That, before all yeah. This. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a joke. Yeah. It can it can be something like trying to learn Spanish. Where should I go first? Like some maybe something to invite a DM back. Who knows? I'm about to put it too. Ooh, look at yeah. that! Look at this! Look at this influence, Camila. Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm really about to put it. Oh, do it. It still meets that character limit. We're still good. I still good. Yeah, all right. I, 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 let me. You guys gotta look at it right quick. Tell me know how you like it. All right. Trying to learn Spanish. Which country is best? I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it up there for a little bit. We'll see what happens. See yeah, we we'll see what happens. <laughs> this is all of a sudden now. Now it's gonna be DM floods from all those 20 people. Excuse me. I'm saying DM real quick. Hold on. <laughs> all right. Bet. Bet. That's funny. Wait, boom, Colombia. <laughs> there it goes. Boom. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. That, I've never done that before. <laughs> so as we just <laughs> touched on again, um, Mike, we met at an event in very early 2020. Uh, Brett was there as well. And you had asked me what I do for work. I told you I was a podcast producer. And you told me that you wanted to start a podcast and that you want. And this was before your podcast with Brian. Um, and you told me that you specifically want to start a sex and relationship podcast. Like like you also mentioned earlier with the sexology. Um, so you obviously went a different route with Brian. But we were wondering you know, if you would be interested in flexing that muscle with us. Um, and if so, we have some of our fans, like listener questions that we put out a call to them and ask them if they had any sex or relationship questions that they wanted Mike, the one and only Mike Johnson to answer. And we found a couple that we thought could be fun. Let's do it. Let's yeah. Do it. <laughs> All right. The first one is from Kendra. And she said, I'd love to hear Mike's take on white people beginning interracial relationships if they've never been in them before. Like, what's his best advice for navigating being respectful, aware, etc.? Most of the Bachelor contestants have never dated outside of their race, and they never talk about it. I wish they had on Matt's season. It's a huge aspect that's overlooked by ABC. Kendra, what's up? I, I hope you're doing well. I was, I would say I agree with Kendra that that's that could have been such an awesome piece of discuss for Matt, uh, because I remember having, when I was on the show, I was talking to one of the homies, I ain't going to say his name, on Hannah's season. I was like, yo, you think Hannah like black guys? Because like 
some people have a preference, right? They may mm-hmm. find you attractive, but they may just be like, I don't know that culture. You know, I'm not trying to like learn all this crap again, right? I could just date someone else and it becomes easier. Some people just have a preference and I'm not, I don't, I don't care. Nobody say, I don't think there's nothing wrong with having a preference, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for what you like. So I, I definitely thought that, about that. That's another reason why I was like, they didn't want me on the show. Um, I think that you have to be just true to yourself, right? I remember I dated this one chick and she was Caucasian. Uh, and this was like, actually, this was, I said, this was last year. I dated this chick and this was like when a lot of stuff was going on and I kept it so a thousand with her. Like when I was talking to on the phone to the homies, my black homies, she was in the room and I did not hold nothing back. And I think that that's something that interracial couples need to to do. They don't need to hold back. They need to speak mm-hmm. their truth. Like when I'm with Connor, Connor's white, I'm black. We're not dating, obviously, but he hears things that he would have never heard because he, his friend, me, is black. And I have friends in my in the city that are black also. And we come over yeah. to the house. And I think it's so I'm so happy that Connor and I are roommates because he gets to hear these conversations that he would have never been able to beforehand. And I think that if you're in an interracial relationship with someone, you need to not hold back. You need to be respectful, yeah. obviously, but you know, don't be like white people are bitches. Don't do that, right? <laughs> don't don't be I an mean. asshole, right? Um, you said that not me, and <laughs> and because uh, I do feel like the the girl that I was dating, she was like. I'm embarrassed to be white right now. And I was like, yo, don't be embarrassed. Like, you know, some people do some crazy shit, but so do Latinos. uh, So do black folks. So do everybody does crazy stuff. Right. And so I think that you just need to talk about it. And like Connor and I have such a good relationship when it comes to subjects like this, because I have established a, and so has Connor established a, a safe space to ask questions. Yeah. And if you're dating someone in a interracial relationship, you need to make sure that they, you want them to feel safe, safe so they can ask mm-hmm. you these questions. Oh, there you go right there. <laughs> I am always the same. I didn't even know Connor was still here. I thought he left, honestly. But I, I still <laughs> said what I said, right? And he walked right in. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You have to, if you're dating an interracial relationship or obviously Connor and I are not dating, but we're, he's white on black, we have a safe space to where he can ask me any damn thing and mm-hmm. I'm not going to get mad at him. I'm going to probably appreciate it because he's going to be respectful when he asks, but He's like, yo, this was on my mind. And if I have yeah. a question, I want to ask him a question as well. And I think that's key also that he's going to ask you respectfully. Like, I think it's important to point out or note that it's just because you're dating someone of another race doesn't mean it's a free for all too. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But it's if you have that trust and that connection and that relationship and you know that each other is a safe space when you approach it respectfully, I think that's the key. Yeah, definitely. And like, I'm not in this house saying inward, inward, inward all day. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just not doing that right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember having a, uh, this is this might get some heat. I remember having a, I told my supervisor in the military, he was a black dude, he would say the N-word all the time. And he would say it around people that shouldn't be saying it. Or that's an mm-hmm. argument. People will say no one should say it, right? But he would yeah. say it around people that shouldn't be saying it. And I was like, bro, you, if they said it back to you, I'm not even going to be mad at them because you keep saying this around them and, and, and calling them this word. So therefore, they may feel like they can call you that word, right? That's just a whole tangent I can get out of that one. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so we, we'll jump to the second one here. So this one is from Carolina. Uh, and, and, uh, Carolina says hi back. She just texted. She she heard. (laughs) Um, and, uh, no, she says, so when you're, when you're dating, right. uh, Is there like a certain question or questions that you ask your dates to like, you know, kind of, uh, weed out the, the bad ones, the quote unquote bad ones, or, you know, are there deal breaker questions or red flag questions, stuff like that? Uh, I'm always off the cuff. Like I've never been one to have, uh, like if I'm about to pull a girl or try to pull her, and for people, some people are gonna get mad because I said that term, but I'm trying to get her number. Yeah, I don't have like a line that I use, or when I'm dating, I don't have a question per se. Right. But yeah. I can go off of the most recent uh, person I dated. I am big on asking, like, yeah, you fine or whatever, but like, what you got going? You know, like, what is your future looking like? How do, how is your life going to be? Describe what your life is in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Like, what are you going to be doing? I need to be able to see, I need to be able to see that we align and that I can see myself in your life and, and, or I'm not going to take away from your life. Yeah. Okay. I would say that though. Okay. Um, And so then the last one is from Tiffany and she asks, how long should a long distance couple wait before having the closing the distance uh, conversation? Hey, Tiffany. Uh, so also post show, I dated another woman. Uh, we dated for a few months. I love that. <laughs> that I've dated. No one knows about me. <laughs> like, it's kind of cool. It's, it's like, it's kind of fun that like only her, I, and like our friends knew. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of cool. Right. Yeah. Well, it's also impressive considering how much of a magnifying glass was on your life too. And if you're able to like keep the secret, that's like, hell yeah, we did it. You know, and I don't be, I don't like uh, this lady uh, that I dated told me something very intelligent. She said, uh, privacy, not secrecy. And yeah, I'm out with, if I'm dating you, we're, we're out. Yeah. Like I'm not, we ain't staying in the house all day. I'm going to the restaurants. I'm being loud. I'm doing everything still. Yeah. I'll, yeah. If fans ask for a picture, I'll take a, a picture with a fan. Right. Uh, or if they ask for her picture, you know, I'll, you know, grab the camera. I'll, you know, I'll be the photographer for them. All that has happened, but it, I don't know. You just don't date like you don't go to certain places, right? Yeah. Like you know where paparazzi going to be at. Yeah, you going, right. Going to be at. You know, don't don't go there. Go down the other street. Uh, <laughs> so this woman you dated was long distance. Yeah, this okay. this one in particular was in Florida. Okay. And with Florida women, boy, y'all crazy. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> you said true. Can't confirm. Um, can't confirm. <laughs> we had the conversation probably around. Like officially, like having that conversation, probably around. We would talk about it way more because I I say whatever's on my mind. But month three, it got like, so yo, would you move here or would I move there? Mm-hmm. By what time frame? Like two years time frame or less or what? And that's kind of quite honestly why we ended things because she was like, I'm not moving nowhere, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm I'm moving to that city either. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, that's why I ended that. But I dated a woman that lived in a whole different country. Obviously, we met in that same country, but then I moved to America, and she we were apart for three months. But she moved to America, mm-hmm. and uh, I will move to another country for another woman. I don't want nobody to be like, "Well, Mike, you're a man. You think that?" <laughs> uh, yeah. I just think that is. It, I think the conversation should be 
will we be living together at some point in time? And if so, when? So that you don't have speculation. Like if we're in March right now and I might say, how about next February? By that time frame, I would have gotten my life in order to be able to make that happen. There's no problem with long distance dating. I don't care if you said February 2023, if I was okay with that, you know? Yeah. 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 I think that is key, like phrasing it in that way about like setting a date. Um, But how long do you think you should wait to have that initial conversation? Do you think that is kind of a three months thing, I think you said, or sooner or later? I think you got to fill it out because everybody different. But I would say once I know that I like you, right? Because obviously, if I was a bachelor, we having that conversation up front. I like, look, baby, I like you. You know know what I'm saying? You might just be getting the final rose. You feel me, baby? What's up? (laughs) You know, do I need to move to Iowa or wherever you at? Or are you coming to Austin? What's up? You know, Uh, but outside of the bachelor world, you know, uh, I would say after like 10 dates, I would gay, I would say, you know, I don't, okay. I would say like around 10 dates, like, yo, I'm really feeling you, you know, oh, do you want to be exclusive? It, it, you know, I would say that like when it's time to become exclusive. Okay. What are, what are we doing? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Tiffany, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On a late night. <laughs> Uh, and then with that, I mean, we have like some some last like rapid fire questions. Not really a ton. It's so like we're a just fun, do a like little, a lightning round. A little, yeah, a little, a little. It's like a little. What's like a lesser lightning? Because lightning feels strong. It's like a little spark, <laughs> a, little a little spark less, round, a little, a little spark, okay. <laughs> yeah. a little sparky let's, round. Let's do, it, let's do it. All right, but first is fuck, Mary kill, Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse. Oh man. <laughs> All at some point, at some point, all will happen. All will be killed at some point. Uh, honestly, I would fuck. You said Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse. Yeah, uh, I would fuck Instagram, marry Twitter, uh, kill club. Wow, well, I, I, like I wasn't it. expecting this. Wow. Yeah, yeah Twitter's yeah. the best social media. Yeah, Twitter be yo. You gotta catch me. I shouldn't even say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I delete so many of my tweets because, like, when I'm when it's like one in the morning, I have my best thoughts, and I just be <laughs> like the other night, I probably deleted 20 tweets <laughs> within a 30 minute span. So, listeners, pro tip: make sure you have your notifications yeah, tweet on. Notifications for Mike Johnson, on. if you follow him on Twitter. Oh well, yeah, yo, I'll be, I'll be, I just, I say whatever's on my mind. I ask questions, right? Yeah. I ask questions a lot of times. But yeah, that's how I do it. And but that can says, be the uh, that can be the only fans. It's just like your your late night tweets that get deleted like an hour after you post them. It, it just might be. It just, it, just <laughs> might, it just might be. But yeah, I'm gonna keep it in that order. Uh, Clubhouse okay. is an asterisk beside it, but I'm gonna keep it in that order. Okay. Um, what was your AIM screen name? Oh God, uh, AIM! Wow, I took it back. Um, oh yeah, I probably had a lot. I was a little. For some reason, Little Wayne had <laughs> Little Wayne had some lyric where he was talking about he was a postman because he always delivered. And like <laughs> my screen name was something around Mr. Postman because I'm like I deliver. Like that was so corny. Like, <laughs> I was so corny. All right, and then what's your go-to drink order? Oh, we I know, know I know you're I know you're on a regimen right now. I don't know if that's yeah. uh, if if no, no, you're, in. You're, no, you're good. First and foremost, when we're allowed to, we're going to have our smeared off event next. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely going to have our smeared off event. Uh, I would say my mm-hmm. my drink of choice would probably be uh, old-fashioned, but tequila base. 
tequila based old fashioned. Mm. Or, you know, if I'm feeling if I'm feeling good like that, I'll just do a um, a tequila on the rock. The sphere. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a tequila brand of choice? Um, I am in the Diageo family, and so okay. I want to say Don Julio. Okay, mm. cool. Um, so you've mentioned that you love traveling. Traveling is very important to you in your life and your future. Yes. What's yes. the favorite place you've visited so far? Uh, Flam is a small city called Flam in Norway. Uh, it was mm. beautiful. We got to see the Northern Lights. We got to, uh, I think the conversation that I had with just people from different countries and cultures, uh, we all came together. It was just the most beautiful thing. It was almost as if you were on, I was on a high with life just because yeah. people from different countries, the cultures, but we all spoke English, thankfully. And that's a, English. Americans, when you learn other languages, they learn other languages, right? Yeah. But we all realize that we're just human beings at the end of the day. And despite the, the things that we don't know, we all want to be loved and come together. Right. Yeah. And so that was to this day, still the dopest uh, vacation I've done. I just love like that, you know, like Norway, Iceland, like just like that whole area. Flom, just, like, the Northern just, Lights. Uh, uh, I just like has this, uh, in my bedroom here, there's a, a little Icelandic volcanic kind of, kind of uh, nice. picture up. So I've just always really loved uh, that landscape a lot. All right. So next question is, and this might have a follow-up question pending <laughs> the answer. Uh, ghosts, real or not real? Real. All right. Follow. So. That was the follow-up. The follow-up is, one, why do you think that? And two, well, now there's two follow-ups, I guess. Have you had like a paranormal kind of experience? Um, my sister and I swear we had a ghost. We named him Oscar. Oh, uh, like in your childhood home? Yeah, in our childhood home. Okay, dude, cool. His homie, his name was Oscar. He wore like a, a, a hat, old school, like debonair, like from the 50s type of dude, right? Uh, yeah, Oscar, he was a white guy. He was pretty cool. <laughs> He, uh, <laughs> like, me and my sister, like, we saw this guy, right? He would steal, like, our plates and stuff, and he would just he would just hang out in the kitchen. Like, I, I guess he, he might have been a chef. I don't know. He just would hang out in the kitchen. Was he, like, fully formed ghost, or did he have, like, kind of like, think, a, like a ghost? I don't His knees and below were gone, right? Okay. Gotcha. Did your parents ever see Oscar? No, mom, no, no, no. It was... That, you know, oh, older, I say old, right? My mom was probably my age when we moved in that house now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But o- o- older people, I don't, not everyone has imagination, right? I'm gonna say it like that because people be like, oh, you're saying old people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying it jokingly, but uh, y'all get what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, Oscar, he, Brett, he had, he had on like slacks because he was very debonair, right? He liked to look good, but we couldn't see below his knees or whatever. And then he always had on like, he wore, um, suspenders yeah okay <laughs> so that, that is no that's i'm like speechless because i i do i believe in ghosts but like that's <laughs> you that's such such a fully formed yeah. answer i don't know yeah. Like, yeah no i believe in them too but like i feel like everybody who i ask who uh believes in ghosts always has like this whole experience and i'm like where are you like uh, like i believe <laughs> and yet what the hell <laughs> where are you what are you on <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i want like a ghost pal like what the heck <laughs> Ghost yeah. Pal. yeah, Casper. Yeah, yeah, I need my Casper. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Um, do you want to tell you. our listeners where they can find you, you know, on the socials or your podcast? Yeah. And anything you want to plug as well. Yes, like anything the, uh, you want to plug. Yeah. Uh definitely uh make sure that you don't DM me more no more, but you subscribe to talking <laughs> out BN. 
That's at talking it out. B as in bachelor and as a nation. Uh, if you would like to check out my book or get a free copy of my newsletter, uh, you can go to MikeJohnsonSmile.com or after you subscribe to my podcast, you just want to DM me. It's Mike underscore Johnson on IG. Awesome. Right, well, thanks thank so, so much, much for having me. I mean, this was, uh, man, this was so fun. And it started off so wild. And, you know, I, I feel like we tamed out, but it was still wild in its own way through and through. Absolutely. Definitely. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. You were a great first guest. And we're so happy that <laughs> yeah. you joined us today. You're setting the bar high for us over here. Yeah, seriously. You guys are going to do great. Camilla, can I say one last thing, though? Sure. Because you said, I'm a, I believe in manifestation. And some people... A lot of people don't like telling their goals or telling what they want to do because Mm -hmm. they feel like if they tell people, it won't be good for them. Mm -hmm. I'm the exact opposite. I tell people, I want a podcast, right? And I got a podcast now. Uh, So I would say, what do I want? (laughs) Uh, Can all three of us say something that we want to happen in the future? Yeah. Sure. Do you you want us to go first? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. You want to take it? Sure, I'll go first. Actually, I feel like I do have something here. So I also really value traveling. Um, I actually wanted 2020 to be a year where I kind of tried like having a nomadic year. Um, I worked remote before COVID. I've always been a freelance podcast producer, but I was based in New York and I love New York and I love Brooklyn. Um, And so when my lease was up uh, in January, I kind of felt like, okay, I haven't been home in a very long time. Let me go home and then maybe I will go to Mexico for three months and then maybe I'll go back to New York for the summer and then maybe I'll finally start my nomadic year. And I feel like small little um, obstacles have been cropping up and I haven't been able, like I was planning on being in Mexico like March 1st. So yeah, I think I want to put it out into the universe that I am going to be going abroad and I am going to be not just leaving New York, a city that I'm so in love with just to move back home, even though I love Miami too. So I will be starting my nomadic year extremely soon. And go. that's in the universe. Everyone knows it. Hold me accountable. Make sure I do it. Amazing. There you Amazing. Go. There you go. Uh, all right. So I'll, I'll, I'll go now. So what I'll put out into the universe, this hasn't really changed, but like it, it'll just like really lead into this, this venture is, uh, you know, and I'll preface this with like, I just uh, moved into my, my own apartment and that's been like a goal of mine for a long time. Congrats. So I feel very grateful for it. Thank you. And it's like literally, you know, like dream apartment. I'm like really, really it's grateful. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so like that's going well. I, you know, my, my day life is like working in UX, like that's going great. Uh, have this amazingly fun and awesome podcast with Camila. That's really personally satisfying. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great things that, that are going on, right? Like I'm really happy with where things are at. Uh, I, I've still struggled a little bit to like find, you know, my, my person or even, even a person for, for, for a little bit. Doesn't have to be, I don't need to set the bar to like, it needs to be my person. Like, you know, um, like, no, hey. but I, yeah, it's like a person, you know? So like, I would, I would love like a year from now, if I had, had met someone who I was in like a, a serious relationship with, I will say I'm, I think me, like plenty of other people, once you know we're all vaxxed up like this summer i'm fully planning on like emerging like a horny squirrel a little bit into the city and like having a little horny time and then and then and then uh, i'll be, be canceled if i said that and then listen you know we're sex positive here or or like whatever you know um but then but then at like just let me get it out of my system 
you know and it doesn't have to be like yeah, sex it can just like i just want to like make out with people so bad. i just want to make out <laughs> drunkenly like with i just want to hold hands on a dance floor i just want to hold hands that's my I version of, of horny is like i just want to hold someone's hand that's like my it, level yeah. of like ooh. Um, but anyway then i want to settle you know and Bro, you hopefully know find someone uh, homie i might when i'm in new york next this is what we're gonna do when i'm in new york next which i'm thinking maybe at the end of april all right. uh, I'm, I'm going to t- I want to do a takeover. I want to take over your IG. Oh, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. For like maybe a few hours, I'm going to take over your IG and I'm going to get you someone to hold hands with. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> You're putting out in the universe. <laughs> there you it's go. out there, <laughs> Brett. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right, Mike, your turn. Nothing as profound. I mean, I, c- I can't say something profound, but I would say the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, I think I want to own an apartment complex. Mm, I want to own an apartment complex within the next eighteen months. Okay, that's so yeah. specific. anywhere anywhere specific or in Austin. Uh, I mean, if I find my boo thing beforehand and she lives, I don't know somewhere else, mm-hmm. then I'm you know I might consider that nowhere necessarily specific. But I think I want to own an apartment complex. Do you want to just just buy it, or do you want to like take over, renovate it, spruce it up, put your touch on it? I ain't got money like that now, baby. Come on now. I, need- <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is your manifestation. This is uh, your manifestation. No, nah, I'll, I'll probably you know I would say to be specific, forty units. Um, okay. I, I I I own it maybe with one partner, if not myself, and uh, I spruced it. It was a a rehab, right? Mm-hmm. It was rehab. I didn't buy it from scratch. It was like, you know, we, we yeah, I'll say it like that. Okay. Yeah. I like the I like the specific parameters that are being uh, yeah. put on it too. We're, hey, we're I, really honing in. We have to yeah. be specific if we're gonna yeah. manifest. So we're gonna yeah. check in with you in in what eighteen months. We're gonna see see where you're at. I, I am known to. I will say, the women I dated have said what Mike says he does. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That's a fact. So I'm going for it. All right. All right. All right. And I think with that, perfect place to end. Thank you Thank again you. so much, Mike. Thank you guys. So much fun. Thank you. Y'all have an amazing rest of your day. And yo, congrats on the pod. And uh, you know, all success to you guys. Wow. I still can't believe how much freaking fun that conversation with Mike was. It was so fun. Was like so I fun. have not, I have not laughed that hard and just like had that much fun in what feels like years. Uh, so like it's long. just, it's been so, it's been long. so long. And listen, that was our that was our first interview. So listen, I got like pre date jitters. You know, like I haven't <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone on like a real date in like the in years again. Uh, so. You know, I was like, okay, do I remember how to talk to people that, <laughs> you know, like I don't talk to like literally every single day. It's like, yeah. okay, wait, it's, it's good to know like we're still capable of human interaction. Also. Yeah. And I got to say, like he made me laugh so hard, blush so hard. I don't know how I was able to, especially up top, I don't know how I was able to talk about poop so casually. I hate talking about poop. Anyone who knows me knows this. It's, it's like, I'm like... It's like I'm struggling so hard to even say the word now. Okay, I just said it twice and I can't. I don't think I can say it a third time. Like it was Ooh. just – no, stop it. Ooh. It was just so much fun, so silly. And I think it's exactly what we needed after yeah. um, after that that season that we just went through. I feel cleansed. 
Yeah, I feel super very restored. Glad. And I'm ready to, you know what I'm ready for? I'm ready for, I can do, I'm so excited to do this with like other Bachelor pals. Yeah. You know, like we, we definitely have ideas and, you know, we have, we have people in store for you, like, like coming on up, but we would also really love to hear. Yeah, who you want to, you know, for us to reach out to. We're going to yeah. reach out. You know, we, we, we can't confirm anybody. Oh, yeah. We, we can't guarantee anyone. But to, and we can't guarantee anybody. Yeah. We can't confirm anyone, but let us know who you'd be interested in hearing from and also what types of questions you want to hear from these people. Um, like we said, Bachelor alums are still human beings um, and they love talking about things that are not bachelor related. Go figure. So yeah. like what are non-bachelor related things that you are most curious about um, in terms of the lives of these alums? Like let us know and we'll we'll pass the questions along. And with that, that's another episode, different style of Baby Got Batch. You're voice just went so much deeper, <laughs> like eight octaves deeper than it just was. Just, you know, I'm I'm getting into uh you're listening to the smooth sounds of Baby Got Bash. <laughs> this episode was produced by us, Brett Vergara and Camila Salazar. Do you happen to have any questions, you know, comments, opinions, haikus, interview ideas, interview questions, or whatever you got? Email them all to babygotbatchpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars pretty and listen if you're not following us on social media yet like, what are you doing what are you doing we're baby got batch pod on twitter and instagram and if you want to follow us personally we're at camilalala with two a's at the end and at brett s vergara on both thanks again for listening appreciate you and we'll see you next week bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.